Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When a baseball season is getting legitimately fun, when you can start debating with gusto who should be playing over who. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. The Pirates are back in action tonight at PNC Park against the Cardinals facing St. Louis for the first time. I remain of the opinion that the Cardinals are going to end up taking this division. Not exactly breaking ground with that one. The Cardinals always seem to rise up. And in a year where the Central is clearly down, you'd figure their chance of moving up would be that much greater. I don't know when Brian Hayes is coming back. The word, as reported exclusively by DK Pittsburgh Sports' Alex Stumpf earlier in the week, is that he's feeling better and is expected to start swinging a bat at some point this week. And given that we're running out of week, I could see something like that occurring as early as today over the weekend. We'll see whether or not he needs to make a rehab stint now that minor league baseball is back in action this weekend or whether or not he can just kind of hang around here and do that whichever the case he's not going to be playing right off the bat maybe not even anytime soon but when he does come back there's going to be something of a decision that has to be made and and I don't want to make this to be a bigger deal than it is. But there has to be a decision made about Kevin Newman specifically. Newman is struggling, to put it mildly. He is currently at 190 with his batting average. If you go across the whole slash line, it's 190, 217, 253. More concerning than any of that, he's not even making good contact. He's not even hitting the ball. This isn't somebody who's being robbed. This isn't someone who's hitting atom balls. And if you go back to spring training when he was hitting 700, remember that? And and, and no, I did not misspeak. I think he ended up at 623 or something. Still insane. But even then, he was just... I mean, look, he did hit some hard balls. I don't want to sound like I'm piling on. But, I mean, there was all kinds of luck in a lot of those, these squibbers and rollers. And to his credit, he's fast. He's going to get infield hits. But this wasn't a case where you looked at him the way you did, for example, Adam Frazier. Adam Frazier was smoking everything for his 500-plus average. 
and you had a feeling that Adam Frazier was going to carry it into the season. And I had no such thing as it related to Newman. I also didn't think he'd fall this far off. But now, between this and the entirety of 2020, it's starting to become a little bit of a concern. Or a lot a bit of a concern. Brian Reynolds went from having a terrific 2019 to a terrible 2020 to what now appears to be a pretty solid bounce back. That one miserable at bat with the bases loaded the other night aside. Newman has followed the same career arc right up until now. Newman was almost as good as Reynolds as a rookie in 2019. Fell off right when Reynolds did in 2020. Appeared to be, you know, making a Reynolds-like comeback in spring training, and then this happened. So what do you do with Newman? You don't throw him out. But you also don't have to start him. You also don't have to start him. Eric Gonzalez has been the better player. And I'll restate that I don't want to overstate any of this. Because Eric Gonzalez is batting... 243 and completing the slash line it's 243 263 392 we're going to think more of gonzalez in the moment because he's coming off turning a spectacular double play at third base the other night and oh yeah a 453 foot two run bomb to the second deck of bleachers but here's the thing gonzalez can do those things. Gonzalez has a ceiling. I'm not so sure that the same is true of Newman. Gonzalez's ceiling is that he's a he's a bigger, stronger guy for a shortstop in general. He's amazingly athletic, like in all capacities. And he is the clearly superior defender between the two players. That play, that 5-4-3, that's as hard hit a ground ball as I've seen at PNC Park this season that stayed in someone's glove. I mean, I thought his hand was going to come off and end up in left field. But he got it. Not only that, he instantly uh, moves to one knee and fires up Perfect strike. Perfect strike to Adam Frazier at second base. Chest high right at the word Pittsburgh, you know? And the double play was never in doubt. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by the North Shore Tavern. That's right across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's the home of Steak on a Stone. If you haven't had steak on a stone, um, this is something that's there not only to be eaten, but also to be experienced. They serve it to you on an 800-degree stone, and it's nowhere near done, but you're not in a position to complain about how it's done because guess who's finishing it? That's right, you are. You turn it the way you like. You leave it on that stone for the right amount of time, uh, you can cut it. That's what I do, actually. I I cut them into 
pieces and then lay them down sideways to get the individual pieces the way I prefer. By the time I'm ready to eat it, like I'm so I'm so satisfied with the process that I'm like I just want to celebrate it for a little bit before taking it down. North Shore Tavern, steak on a stone, the only pirate sports bar on the planet. Come down and check them out. Here's another element to Gonzalez potentially starting over Newman and why it should happen. If you have a left side of the infield that's got Kebrian Hayes, who might instantly be the best defensive third baseman in baseball when he comes back, and Gonzalez is at short, and Adam Frazier and his gold glove, what's the way to put this here? I mean, he's a two-time gold glove finalist now. So he doesn't quite have a gold glove, but he's got a semi-gold glove. That's a pretty good major league infield defensively. And if you want, not just for the short term, but for the long term, your pitchers to get increasingly comfortable and confident on the mound, then you also want to be able to catch the ball. The Pirates aren't particularly good at catching the ball in the outfield. And I am not just referring to Wilmer Defoe running the wrong direction on every single ball that was hit his way the other night. That was something. I'm referring to all of them. I mean, Brian Reynolds is okay. And that's pretty much all you got out there. It's rough going right now in the outfield. So you'd better catch the ball everywhere else. If you line up the infield, and including Colin Rand, who's been pretty good as a defensive first baseman, uh, good glove, good throw. He's never going to be super rangy, but he he makes the plays that he's supposed to make over there. And Jacob Stallings being, according to advanced analytics, the best defensive catcher in all of baseball. That's a pretty nice dirt portion of the field, you know? And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. What does this say for the future? I think we feel like Newman is younger than he is because he was only a rookie in 2019. But Newman's 27, and Gonzalez is 29, and they have a a, a similar, semi-similar level of experience where you could still keep Gonzalez for three more years after this one. So Gonzalez is not like some veteran that you have to move out of here at some point soon. Gonzalez can be part of, to use the Ben Charrington phrase, the next winning Pirates team. He absolutely can be that. So can maybe more of these guys than we might have thought. So, you know, what's your best guy out there? What's your best guy out there? Your best guy is absolutely not Kevin Newman. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for just one question. That comes today from Oren. 
who asks, what is the difference between Gonzalez, Newman, and Cole Tucker, who's age 24 with a career line of 220, 252, and 275? And they're all playing the same position. You can't keep all three, so maybe it's time for a long-term type of decision. And Orin, if you're implying there, and I think you are, that Tucker needs to be up here. I mean, I have a standard reflexive line as it relates to Tucker, and that's that he's got a hit. You know, I don't care how cool and charismatic and everything else he is. I mean, I do when I'm around him. He's a blast. But I mean, from the baseball perspective, uh, he's a tremendous athlete. He can do a lot of different things. He can play a lot of different positions. He can play, maybe, possibly, if you give him something of a chance, the outfield. He's got a hit. He's got a hit. There's no way around this one. There's no back door for him to take. I'm in favor of Tucker being part of this team. I'm in favor of Defoe not being part of this team. Not even really sure why he's here. I mean, versatility of positions. If you were talking about versatility of positions, let's have Tucker. If Defoe is a space holder for Tucker, meaning he's here just while they continue to work with Tucker in Bradenton and do these special sessions and and then carry that through minor league training camps depending on how long he's down okay but how much specialized instruction do you need Cole Tucker has spent time in the majors and although he hasn't hit particularly well he hasn't looked out of place he seems like the kind of player who can learn here and learn on the job. If it sounds like I'm really, really, really stretching to say that I'd rather have Tucker than Defoe, so be it, okay? But if, Oren, you're putting him into that equation with Gonzalez uh, and or Newman at shortstop, I'm not there. I'm not there. The Pirates manufactured that, and I I mean that literally. They manufactured the whole three-way competition at shortstop at spring training, kind of hoping that somebody would rise up. And Newman and Gonzalez both hit really well, and Tucker didn't. But I I felt like that was going to be Newman's job no matter what, and said so at the time. And it was. And then this happened. With Newman. Tucker, I I don't see being part of that mix. Tucker has never hit at the majors. At least with Newman and Gonzalez, you've seen spurts of it. With Tucker, you haven't seen it at all. And he has to be able to do that. I am so very much in favor of finding a way to get Tucker to Pittsburgh and to have him be part of this team. Intangibly, tangibly and in all ways but I want to see something more from that swing uh, from that uh, the oomph that he needs to add to his swing because Punch and Judy left baseball a long 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 time ago you've got to be able to hit the ball hard in modern baseball I'm pulling for him man I, I really am 
Oren, I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll we'll be back with another of these on Monday to talk about how the St. Louis series went. Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.